Good evening. Thank you so very much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. God is good. I hope you're doing well, you and your loved ones, and um, enjoying the transitions in the season. Transitions are amazing parts of life, the way God designed it. So... Um, we ought to make sure that we enjoy every opportunity to go through transitions. Trans transitions definitely um, uh, stare us. They make us have to um, make certain changes. Um, when we go from summer into fall, into winter... Um, you have to prepare to deal with the weather. You have to um, plan to be warm. You have to do all your tune-ups, <laughs> uh, different things. You check to make sure that you are ready for that transition and you are ready for the new season that is coming. And that's exactly the way life is. Uh, transitions are a joy and we ought to enjoy them. You might be in a place of transitioning tonight, wherever you are, wherever you are joining us from in the world. I just want to encourage you, enjoy. Enjoy this transition. It's a good thing. Hallelujah. It's a blessed thing. Yes, it's definitely a great thing to be settled and to be um, like in the same place, in our comfort zone, but um, transitions are great. That's how the Lord helps us advance in destiny. Amen. Well, wherever you're joining us from tonight, thank you. I hope you have your Bibles or your devices, whatever you use in accessing the Word of God. God is amazing. Let's share a word of prayer and go into our uh, teaching tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus, what a blessed privilege you have given to us to be able to come together again tonight um, with the saints around the Word of God. What a blessing. We're so excited to have this opportunity to be here. Thank you. And thank you for the mighty presence of the Holy Spirit that is with us tonight. Illuminate our eyes and our spirits. Grant us great grace and understanding. Help us, Lord. Help us to press forward in our understanding of your word. Bless all your people, all of my brothers and sisters and their loved ones, wherever they are and whatever platform they are joining us on. I call them blessed tonight. Father, I give you all the glory and all the praise. Think through my mind and speak through my lips, through my vocal cords. Let this service give you glory and praise tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. And welcome again. Thank you for joining us tonight. I, um, I was thinking about this earlier on. Um, just so thankful that we have this opportunity. We've been doing this for a few years now. Um, I'm talking about our online Bible studies. We, we used to, um, at Abundant Life, um, years ago when we when we first started with Bible studies, and we used to do in-person Bible studies, and 
um, would have people come over to the church, and of course, people. Some people had to drive from far. Some people, and and uh, it worked for a while. But after a while, we believed that the Lord would have us um, break out into our into things like home groups, and we did that um, kind of. We called it church at home. That was really exciting. <laughs> that was exciting. Uh, church at home for as long as it lasted, and. Um, and it worked well, but at some point, uh, we we sensed that we were supposed to transition into these services and allow people who can still come together in their homes if they wanted, but have the opportunity to all be able to sit around the Word of God and um, and and study together. And the pandemic, of course, during the pandemic, a lot of things. Um, um, went online, right? Everything was mostly done online and that certainly um, did not preclude um, our own, a lot of the aspects of our own ministry as well. Um, But I'm just really thankful. I was thinking about it earlier today and I just felt so thankful for all of these years um, as the Lord has helped us to continue week after week to um, sit around this word um, and to prioritize it in our lives, to study it together. Um, praise God, there's so many other opportunities to fellowship and meet together with people, break bread and, you know, maybe families come together who want to and different things like that. But uh, what a blessing that year after year, week after week, we are actually able to come together like this. No frills, no, um, no, um, nothing fancy. Just come around the world, open our Bibles or our devices and dive in and, and get a teaching and study together. Some of those things we learn, we can probably share with our families or study together. So that's so awesome. I'm extremely thankful and I'm excited to have the opportunity um, to continue to do this. And um, I look forward to the future and all that the Lord will help us continue to do um, with this ministry and these services. Um, God is so faithful. I'm just so thankful to him. And I thank you very much for joining us Some of you are able to join every week. Some of you um, have to go back and listen for different reasons. Um, Some of you miss a week or two, you come back. Um, (laughs) Whatever the case may be, thank you for being a part of these Bible studies. It's really a joy. Uh, We're not coming together, sitting around, talking about politics and nothing wrong with that, though, Um, or talking about things social things. There's a place for everything. But for us, this is the place where we meet the Lord. The Holy Spirit gets together with us and we dig into the Word of God. The Holy Spirit ministers to us and and we receive strength. We receive encouragement and and we, we become more energized and more empowered for the assignment that God has given us. And in different places, different parts of life, different experiences that we may be having, we receive all that we need to actually be able to press forward in destiny. What a blessing. I'm so thankful 
So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much again. Let's get into the Word of God. We'll wrap up our discussions on um, this aspect of adversity in, in achieving success, in guaranteed success. Uh, we've talked about adversity now for, well, probably about two months, or I'm not sure, maybe a little under, than, under that. Um, but it's been quite a number of weeks, and I hope you have been blessed. I have been tremendously blessed, and I'm just so thankful for the opportunity. I think I want to wrap up this aspect of um, the uh, message series on guaranteed success. I want to wrap up the part about um, overcoming adversity and advancing through adversity tonight. And I want to move, by God's grace, forward next week into um, um, other aspects, pertinent aspects of enjoying guaranteed success. We know what our theme scriptures are. Second Samuel 23 and verse 5, David said, Is it not my family? God has chosen. Yes, he's made an everlasting covenant with me. His arrangements are, um, are guaranteed. He's, he's, um, he will ensure my safety and my success. Uh, Joshua 1 uh, verse 8, this book of the law will not depart out of your mouth, but you um, meditate on it day and night, observe to do according to all that is written there, and for then um, you will um, make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Uh, 3 John um, and verse 1, I, I, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. As your soul prospers, the Living Bible actually says, I pray that all is well with you. All is well with you. Your soul prospers, your soul is well, your body is well. Well, we know, we have already learned that to succeed means all is well. It's well with you. you all is well in your spiritual life. All is well in your social, your, your mind, your mental life, your finances. Your, all is well. But then we also know that there are times we go through certain stretches in life when all does not seem to be well. Those are times of adversity, times of difficulty. Glory to God. And um, uh, last week we closed out in John 16, where the Bible, 16 verse 33, where the Bible says, uh, Jesus said, these things are spoken unto you that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. I love that. Relax. Enjoy yourself. Be of good cheer in spite of the adversity. Why? Because I have overcome the world. So don't cast away your confidence. We're, we're just going to quickly run through a couple of those scriptures. Tonight, I, I want to... Um, some of these people, you've heard about them before. I've talked about them before. I've even written about them. But um, the Holy Spirit will have me just talk about them again tonight. People who we know in recent times, in recent um, dispensation to enjoy success uh, in, in spite of the adversity that they encountered. And uh, when I get there, I'll, I'll preface uh, reading some of those stories with a couple of things that the Holy Spirit put in my heart. But let's start from 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 9. It says, for a great door, this is Paul speaking, he was in Ephesus and he saw a great door of opportunity open to him. Wow, it just looked amazing. Like so many things you could accomplish in that city in Ephesus. He was very excited about it. And yet at the same time, with the opportunities came great adversity. Just things, just, just a lot of um, adversaries, and things, situations, circumstances, people, and all sorts of things 
arose against him to try to limit his ability um, to engage and maximize the opportunities that he was seeing. Glory to God. But uh, Paul succeeded in spite of the adversities that he encountered, and so will we if we would do the right thing uh, with the adversities of life that we encounter. And I know after all these weeks, and glory to God for all of these testimonies, great testimonies that we just continue to receive, and how the Word of God is working in the lives of His people, how God is moving people forward, how God is establishing us in destiny, how He's giving us fruits and giving us success, I'm just so thankful. I'm just so thankful. But of course, like we, re- we like we heard last week and the service last week, I has not seen, he has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared. Uh, and like we said, prepared and he, he, that he has made ready and that he keeps ready for those that love him. Oh, hallelujah. That means wherever we are today, there is more. There is more, much more. If you've enjoyed the goodness of the Lord, that's awesome. Praise God. Congratulations. But don't settle. There's so much more that God has for you. Uh, If you are walking through a little valley or some time of difficulty, don't worry about it. Be of good cheer. Jesus said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Maybe some things are not going as well as you want them to be going. Don't worry about it. Don't even think about it. Jesus said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I come to tell you tonight, you will win. I know you will win. You will overcome. You are more than a conqueror. You are a winner. (laughs) You are an overcomer. Somebody say, amen. Hallelujah. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 9, in the Amplified it says, for a wide door of opportunity for effectual service, has opened to me there, a great and promising one, and there are many adversaries. Now, there are a few things that we've learned about standing through adversity, standing and advancing through adversity in Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 35, where we read this last week, the Bible says, uh, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Don't ever lose your confidence. Don't let the enemy take it away from you. Don't let life take it away from you. Don't let circumstances take it away from you. Hold on firmly and fast to your confidence. Keep on believing. Don't you stop now. Amen. Cast not away therefore your confidence that has a great recompense of reward. He says, for you have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. We need patience. And and patience is not being idle. Patience is not just folding our arms and wondering what would happen next. Patience is not just being listless and hoping that we can settle down and hoping that somehow things will turn out well. No, no, no. Patience. Patience is standing in faith and continuing to do the same thing. Whatever you've been doing up until now, to continue to do the same thing. Whatever your work is, whatever your aspirations, whatever investments, whatever, continue to do the same thing. And then continue to stand in faith until you receive your desired results or your your desired outcomes. Amen. It says, for 
you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Then he says in verse, verse 39, But we are not of them who draw back into perdition, or draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. The, the message translation in verse 39 says, We are not quitters who lose out. Oh no, we will stay with it and survive trusting all the way. Last week I said we will stay with it and overcome. I love overcome better than survive. <laughs> we will overcome trusting all the way. Hallelujah. We have need of patience. So we must learn to stand in times of adversity. We must never go back. We must not dilly-dally. We must not be doubtful. We must not buy in to any lie of the enemy trying to tell us our faith is not working. You know, he's just a liar. Then pointing examples to us. Look at that one. You know, their faith works. Look at this one over there. God is doing great things for them. Look at their testimonies. But look at you. You have no testimony. Hmm? How can you say your faith is working? No. God, your God is not respecting your faith. There's, there's, you are missing something. He's just a liar. He's just a liar. If you have been in the word of God, if you have been, you have been taught, you are planted in the kingdom of God, certainly in a living, spirit-filled uh, word-based ministry like Abundant Life, listening to the word, or wherever you worship, spirit-filled, word-based, and you are standing in the word of God, you've been doing your part, your due diligence, then don't buy into that lie of the enemy telling you your faith is not working because God has abandoned you. God does not, is not paying attention to your faith. Look, that one has a testimony. This one has a testimony. This one has a testimony. But where is your testimony? How come you all, you all talk about being in faith? How come they all have testimony? But where is your testimony? You know, the devil is just, he's, sometimes he's just dumb and stupid. You know, sometimes I'm going and, and he throws a thought, um, uh, tries to plant a thought in my mind. And I just say, I just go, oh, stupid Satan. Oh, stupid Satan. When are you ever going to learn? Huh? And I laugh it up, right? Because that's just who he is. He's dumb and stupid, right? You think by now he would learn, right? And by now he'll get some sense. But he has no sense, right? And you've just got to keep putting him in, in his place. I know, I guarantee you, the more you, you, you stand on the word of God, the more you embrace and hold on to the word of faith, I, I guarantee you, the more Satan is going to try to attack your faith. The more Satan is going to try to prove that you won't make it. But I'm here to tell you on the authority of the word of God. These are words that the Lord really wanted me to speak to you tonight. I'm here to tell you on the authority of the word of God. You are going to make it. You will not lose. You will not lose. I know somebody says, look, that one has a testimony. This one has a, but where is yours? He is a liar. Look around you. You have a testimony. 
The fact that you are alive today, if Satan had his way, you'd be dead. If he had his way, he would have, he would have gotten rid of you a long time ago. But look, you're right here with us. Hallelujah. In the land of the living, celebrating the goodness of the Lord. And all your dreams will be fulfilled. All your miracles, all your expectations will come to pass. Everything you desire will be given unto you. I declare that to you on the authority of the word of God. Can you go ahead and say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, so he will attack. He will throw a lot of obstacles. You know, sometimes he will feel like everything that can go wrong is going wrong at the same time. And you'd have to ask yourself, but what's the connection? The connection is that Satan is losing his mind. The connection is he can stand you, a child of God, believing the word of God, standing by faith and moving forward in destiny. He doesn't know what to do with you. So then he kicks up a lot of dust, right? He's just panicking. That's all, right? This might break down and that one may go wrong and this one, may, this person may start acting funny. Maybe may say, people may use hurtful words without knowing it or sometimes even knowingly in, in, in all sorts of things can, can come at you around the same time to try to stop you. The, the enemy is just trying to take your confidence. He's just trying to diminish you and diminish your confidence. But like I told you last week, I, I want you to be bold in God. Bible says the, the righteous is as bold as a lion. In fact, I want you to be sassy. <laughs> you know what that means? I want you to square your shoulders and lift up your head and, and talk confidently and carry that confidence with you. Let it be obvious. Hallelujah. Talk about my God is alive and well. My God is with me. My God is helping me. I love that scripture in Isaiah. Glory to God. Isaiah chapter 50, I think it is uh, uh, is verse 7. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's been one of my favorite scriptures for many years. I have so many of them, but that one is awesome too. For the Lord God shall help me, and therefore I shall not be confounded. And therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. Woo! That's a powerful confession. That's a powerful confession. It's just, just, that's just boldness and confidence and being sassy in the spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you know the devil is in trouble. Right? He's panicking, throwing up dust, kicking up dust, trying to, you know, create confusion and all that. But you just know he's in trouble. And here you are standing and just walking in the dominion that Christ died to give to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I come to remind you tonight you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. And you will win. Somebody say, I am winning. Say it again, I'm winning. In Hebrews chapter 6, the Bible says right here, Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, I love it. It says right there from verse 9, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 9, Beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints, and you still do minister. So you, you are going to keep standing. We're not going back. We're not going to throw it all away. Years and years of obeying God, 
years and years of following the leading of the Holy Spirit, years and years of making sacrifices in the kingdom of God, years and years of believing the word of God and stepping out in faith and sticking out our necks and daring to do the impossible. We're not going to throw all that away now. Maybe because we don't feel so good or we feel like things are not happening fast enough or we feel like there's just too many oppositions against us. Ah, doesn't matter. We're not, we're not throwing all that away. Hallelujah. He says, he says there, we're persuaded. Better things of you, verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and still do minister. He says in verse 11, And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope to, unto the end, that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. So be diligent. Remain diligent. We'll talk about diligence, I think, maybe beginning from next week. A few things. How that affects our success. Because yes, success begins in the spirit, but then we carry it out, we work it out in, the, in, 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 the, in our natural lives, right? And we, we receive the word, we stand on the word, we do all these great things, but then we have to go out and make, and make our way prosperous. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Like, like, the Lord, like the Lord said to Joshua, you will make your way prosperous. We have to go and make our way prosperous. And, and one of the ways in which we do that through our commitment and through our diligence, amen, we have to go out and make our way. We can't sit there and say, oh, Lord, I've done, I believe your word, so now you make my way prosperous. No, he says, you will make your way prosperous. You will make your way prosperous. You'll be diligent. You will have success. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we keep standing on the word. And, and one last one. The one I read last uh, week, Second uh, John. Oh, I love that scripture very much. Uh, oh Lord, Hallelujah. Second John, and um, yeah, it's a couple that I served God for so many years. They were an older couple, and you know things just hadn't worked as well for them by their expectations and things like that. And and I know that. Started thinking, well, just, we'll just turn the page, and you know, I guess this is it. You know, we're, we're kind of getting old. We're like, we're like, you know, sunset season, or we're like, you know, probably, you know, we just, we just, we just go and maybe start something all over again. And I remember the Holy Spirit said to me, "Speak to them, Second John, in verse eight." Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Beloved, God wants you to have a full reward. I, I, I know for myself, and I hope it's the same for you, I'm really passionate about getting a full reward. I want my full reward. We ain't seen nothing yet. Not, none of the things we have, none of the things God has blessed us with in our lives, in our spiritual lives, in our walk with Him, in our natural life. That's not the ultimate. God has so much more. There's glory waiting. There's glory. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, I has not seen, he has not heard, neither has he entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. But of course, they are revealed through the Holy Spirit. 
So he says, look to yourselves that you lose not those things which you have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. And in the Amplified, it says, look to yourselves, take care that you may not lose, throw away or destroy all that we and you have labored for, but that you may persevere until you win and receive back a perfect reward in full. Don't give up that reward. You've done this for too long. You sacrificed too much. You've labored. You've, you've toiled. You've given to the Lord. You've helped believers. You've ministered to the saints. You've, you've, you've represented God. You've stood in the gap and stood in the line. And God, you've done too much. You can't throw it away now. You've come too far. You can't go back now. It's too late. We've burned the bridges behind us. We're going to go all the way. Somebody say, I'm going all the way. And I'm going to receive a full reward. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love what Paul talked about fighting the good fight of faith in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold. Lay hold on eternal life. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. Lay hold on it. Lay hold on it. And keep standing. The Bible says there in Ephesians chapter 6, having done all, having done all, when you have done everything required of you, then stand. Stand and stand and stand and stand and stand. Glory to God. In uh, I think that's verse, verse 12, verse 13 or so. Therefore put on, the, put on God's complete armor. Ephesians 6 that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all the crisis demands, to stand firmly in your place. That's the amplified version. Stand, 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 stand. That's what the Lord is saying to us tonight. Stand, 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 stand. Don't quit. Don't trip up, don't fall, don't, don't sit down and crash out. Of No, stand. Stand and you will receive a full reward. And say to yourself, like I heard myself saying a few weeks ago, I don't care if it takes 20 years. I will not flinch. I don't care if it takes 30. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I, you must be willing to stand there until you Receive what you are standing there for. As a quote from the late Kenneth E. Hagen. You must be willing to stand there for. Stand there until you receive from the Lord what you, what you are standing there for. Stand. I'm always intrigued now. I'm always intrigued by the stories of successful people who persevered through dark and difficult times. It has been proven through scientific research that grit, toughness, and perseverance are far superior attributes in achieving success than talent is. There's a lot of talented people. A lot of people have talent. But talent is actually given to us at birth. It's one of the graces, natural graces. All of us receive that. We didn't have to work for that. Like some of the people we see doing things, excelling, they were graced for it, but just that talent and just that grace is not sufficient 
to succeed. We must add a lot of what we've been discussing over the last several months to it. We, must, we talked about the abundant labor, different categories of abundant labor. Certainly, standing, perseverance, is one of the things we must add to talent in order to succeed. Like this scientific research, yeah, they found that yeah, talent is great, but talent is not sufficient to succeed. We must add perseverance. We must add grit, toughness. Oh, glory to God. I love the sounds of those words. Grit and toughness. Like, this is it. I'm standing right here. And when my miracle comes, you will find me. I'm standing right here. And when my breakthrough manifests, it will find me. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You cannot be faint-hearted if you want to make it to the promised land. And see the glory of God in your life. The faint-hearted are disqualified from receiving the crown. Like a marathon runner who wants to make it to the finish line and win, you must be strong, courageous, and persevering. Hallelujah. Talent, let me say this by the Holy Spirit. Talent... And grace and skill is what gets us to the beginning of the race. Talent and skill and grace gets us started. But grit, perseverance, courage, strength, willingness to to stand and not quit, a commitment, devotion, Those are the things that will get us from the beginning of the race to the finish line. Talent can get us started. Skill can get us started. Because it tells the whole world we have what it takes to compete. But talent alone is not enough to get us to the finish line. Let's go through this list of these people um, contemporary stories of success after they've had periods of failure and adversity. And, and I want to say something that the Holy Spirit um, spoke very clearly to me about some of these people. Um, many of these people were not full of the word. Many of them did not even know the word of God. Many of these people were not full of the Holy Spirit. They were not, many of them were not, they were not, they did not even know who the Holy Spirit was or is. Many of these people did not have the faith that the Word of God calls faith, living active faith in the Word of God. Many of them, they had faith in something, they had faith in themselves, they had faith in possibilities, faith, and you know, that can carry you so far. Actually, that can give you a lot of success. But ultimately, success that lasts eternally is based on faith in the Word of God. Many of these people didn't have these three things. They they were not full of the Word. They were not full of the Holy Spirit. They were not full of living faith. And yet, many of them made it through adversity and achieved success. A, A lot of success, a measure of success in their, in their life's aspirations. And 
the Lord said, how much more, how much more for God's people who are full of the word, God's people who are full of faith, God's people who are full of the Holy Spirit, how much more qualified are they then to achieve success in life? We are more qualified. I know people may say, yeah, but, but Pastor, we haven't seen that. We don't see that, right? You know, believers usually are the, they are the, usually the last. They are, it's, that's, that's not because that's the way that was supposed to be. That's just because we have not maximized our potential. Just because we have not put... In the fact that you see a child who has the ability to be a distinction student in school, I, and all of us probably know somebody like that, who were so gifted. Like, they, they were... I mean, they don't have to do much. I went to school with a lot of people like that. It's like their brains were just like... I mean, it's like... Their memories were amazing. And where people are struggling to try to remember things, people are struggling to try to understand, they just get it like that, like that. But a lot of those people may end up not really succeeding. That's not because they didn't have the potential, it's because they did not maximize the potential. By life's decisions they made, um, indulgences they had, excuses they made for themselves, a failure to pursue, to persevere, uh, you know, many different reasons. Many people don't realize their potential. But as a child of God, you have that potential to succeed. I have the potential to succeed. The power of God to succeed is within us. The Bible says, uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The Amplified says, I, I, I can do all things through Christ who empowers me. I, I, I am ready for anything. I'm equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Hallelujah. As our potential, we can do all things. So, I'm reading these stories. They are great stories. You've heard some of them before. But if these people can succeed, we can succeed. If they can persevere and advance through adversity and arrive at success, you and I can persevere, we can advance through adversity, and we can arrive at success. Can somebody say amen? Now, Connell Sanders, we've heard the founder of KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, started his dream at 65 years. 65. 65 years old. He got a social security check for only $105, and he was mad. Instead of complaining, he did something about it. He thought restaurant workers would love his fried chicken recipe, use it. Sales would increase, and he'll get a percentage, he will get a percentage of it. He drove around the country knocking on doors, sleeping in his car, wearing his white suit. Do you know how many times people said no to him until he got one yes? A thousand and nine times. 
as the KFC that we see everywhere today. And sometimes the, the fact that our expectations are defeated or they are denied or they don't exactly pan out the way we thought they would does not mean that that is the end. Our stories are still being written. The fact that we knock on one door, knock on two doors, knock on three doors, and everybody say no, 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 does not mean that ultimately no it will be the final answer. This man, Cornel Sanders, knocked on doors a thousand and nine times, over a thousand times heard no, no. You try to get this admission, no. You try to get this uh, funding, no. You try to get this grant, no. You try to get this property, no. You try to get no, 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 no. Over a thousand times. And while you are doing that, while you are going through all those no's, if people know about you, what do you think people will think about you? They'll associate you with, with failure. They'll certainly not associate you with success. When they think and when they talk about you, ah, oh, it's a failure. She's a ne'er-do-well. She can't achieve anything. But if you persevere, because I have decided, I've, I'm determined to persevere. I don't know about you. I've made up my mind. Here I am. The day success comes, it will find me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will not be missing. <laughs> they will not have to look for me like Thomas. I will be right there, in the right place, at the right time. That's, that's, you, are, you are never going to, you are never not going to see me. I will always show up. I will always show up. Show up is one thing I will always do. I will show up to fulfill the assignment. I will show up to obey the mandate. I will show up to carry out the instructions I've been given. The results don't matter because they change over time. They change by the covenant. What matters the most is that you show up and that I show up. Because as long as you keep showing up, the day success comes, it will find you. As long as you keep showing up, the day your miracle shows up, the day your miracle emerges, you will be there. To not show up, that is totally, that's a no-no. Cornel Sanders, God bless him. Walt Disney. We know, Walt, we know Disney World, right? <laughs> Walt Disney. The man who gave us Disney World and Mickey Mouse had his first animation company go bankrupt. Go bankrupt. Oh, Lord. I don't, I don't know that many people understand what that means. Do you know what it means to go bankrupt? I mean, that's it. People will say. Because now nobody will give you credit. Now nobody will allow you. No, nobody will, I mean, you almost lose everything. You almost lose everything. Thank God for bankruptcy laws where you are allowed to keep some things and, you know. But you go bankrupt. I mean, you already, that's a strike against you. That's Walt Disney did. He was fired by a news editor because he lacked imagination. Think about that. A news editor looked at Walt Disney and said, you don't have imagination. You don't have what it takes to succeed in this trade. Really? 
Really? It's like the story, one of the stories that I heard about Billy Graham, who eventually became one of the greatest evangelists to the world. First, I think, one of the first Bible schools that he tried to go, they said he was not, they said he was not preacher potential. Can you imagine that? He's not preacher potential. Thank God, Billy Graham shook it off. That's something you must learn. You must learn to forget quickly and move on. You must learn to forget quickly, especially the negativities of life. You must not hold on to them. You must not carry them with you. Forget quickly. Forget. You must have a very short memory where the negativities of life are concerned. Because if you don't, and you let that poison get into your system, that poison can derail your destiny. That negative word somebody spoke to you or about you, that evil conclusion somebody drew about you, that general uh, uh, um, 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 uh, conclusion or general assertion that somebody makes about you, who doesn't really know you, if you hold on to those things, they paralyze you. This is one of the reasons I learned very early in my life. It's one of the reasons why Satan will raise up people. Words are very powerful. He will raise up people to speak words. Words, not words to raise you and elevate you, not words to pull you up, not words to challenge you to not stay where you are, but words to condemn you and to say you will never make it. That's the devil using those people, saying those things. Or attitudes or behaviors and things that that despise who you are or your potential that conclude you can't you can't be who you aspire to be you can't get what you aspire to get those are things you must forget quickly you must learn to forget quickly don't let don't let the night come if you heard those things earlier in the day don't go to bed at night remember before you go to bed at you must push all those things outside of your system and get new energy to face your day get new new energy to pursue destiny you must learn to forget quickly move on move on quickly forget forget that they said it forget that they existed and move on and act like then it never happened Hallelujah, Jesus. Act like it never happened, like you never heard it. That's what many of these people had to do. A news editor told him he lacked imagination. Legend has it that he was turned down over 300 times before he got financing for creating Disney World. Now, that is very important. I said earlier, when when somebody goes bankrupt, an organization goes bankrupt, you have to declare bankruptcy. It's bad. It's bad. It's not fatal, but it is really bad. It's like you hit rock bottom. Because, I mean, even by law, I think financially, it's seven years for some particular bankruptcies, maybe 13 for another. I'm not sure now. I don't have those details accurately. But who's going to want to, once they look at your record, your history, Nobody will want to do any kind of business with you. Bank, you, are, you are not credit worthy. Nobody's going to give you anything. 
so it seems. But if you persevere and you keep on knocking and you keep, keep on standing and you keep on going, one day somebody is going to say, you know, I'll take a chance on you. God will raise up somebody who will say, you know what? I think I'll follow you. I believe you. I think I'll, I'll buy into your vision. Glory to God. I, I, I think... I think I stand with you. I support this vision. I think I'll stand with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know many times all it takes is one. <laughs> oh, glory to God. We're having so much fun in this service. We've got to close though. It's 48 minutes. Hallelujah. So I think I'm just going to stop right here. Hallelujah. To persevere. To keep on pressing. So keep on going. I look at a few more of those people um, in next week's service. And then we'll move on and start talking about commitment and success buttons. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for tonight, for your holy word. Thank you for your mighty presence that has been here with us. Thank you, Father, for um, the illumination of the Holy Spirit that we have received. Energizing empowerment that we, we got tonight through this service, through this Bible study. Lord, I, I speak the blessing of heaven on everyone under the sound of my voice, all of my brothers and my sisters. I call them blessed in the name of Jesus. Rain down upon them. Father, fulfill every word that you have spoken to them tonight. I give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Saints, thank you so much for joining us tonight for this service, this Bible study. We're out of time. I look forward to seeing you again same time next week. God bless you. Good night.